What are you drinking? A strawberry cream slush and water. You've had so much sugar. You brought it to me. You can't blame that on me. You got in the car. You <laughs> cranked it. You drove to Sonic. Then you brought it home. Following going to get Dunkin' Donuts. I can't wait to get these uh, glucose tests back. I don't <laughs> believe you. <laughs> 29 weeks. I'm Jeremy. I'm Krista. We're permanently unprepared. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at PUnpreparedPod. You can also email us if you want to, permanentlyunprepared at gmail.com. And if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app, please rate, review, subscribe. Help us out immensely. Talking real fast. How's that coffee treating you? Immensely. Oh, Dunkin' Donuts is coming through clutch. Thanks to Dunkin' Donuts for <laughs> not really sponsoring, but for providing the energy for this podcast. My baby's dancing. Dancing around. Dancing. Cold brew coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. Sugar-filled day for you. Don't don't start. Don't start. Sugar-filled day. It's Sunday, man. Let's I, start. It's I Sunday. Can't. It's a good day. Not only did you get a little bit of coffee, you got uh, a half dozen donuts. <laughs> I did not eat a half dozen donuts. You got a half dozen donuts. I only ate two donuts. <laughs> so far. I am not eating any more donuts today. You got two more to eat today. I'm not eating any more donuts today. You got a little bit of my strawberry cream cream slush. It's very good, by the way. I didn't know that thing existed. I'm, uh, I'm kind of sad I know now. Yeah, I'm really sorry to bring that to your <laughs> life. Um, and then you've got a giant. It's really a medium, but it looks like a large. Oh, yeah. Um, Reese's cup milkshake. I don't think that's getting touched today either. That's a wonderful thing. And it, Famous I can't, last words. I can't wait to dig into it. <laughs> but I don't think it's possible today. You might have to. I think my hair would vibrate out of the follicles if I got my, if I added any sugar to this on. My top. hair's vibrating right now. Yeah. What little hair I have left is vibrating. <laughs> um, well, welcome in. It is uh, week twenty nine, and we are uh, <sighs> trucking along. Uh, trucking <sighs> along. Um, let's see. Anything? Uh, anything really new this week? Uh, She's just moving a lot. You had a lot of movement. We uh we we got to see my brother and our and my sister in law. Uh, oh, the whole we had our ultrasound last week. It feels like six years ago because there's no time in the pandemic. But yeah, I was going with the movement thing for a second. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but last Jeez. night you were, you had these huge shifts, um, in movement, uh-huh. which uh which were crazy. Um, and at one point it like it was like she was like double double bass drumming your. Your stomach. <laughs> you saw it. I didn't saw you? it. It was going. It looked like it looked like. Um, you ever see a phone like laying on a hard surface vibrate? <laughs> <laughs> it it looked more. I don't it, know. It probably looked a little less like that, but I could see it. I could it, see it. It looked like it looked like your shirt was vibrating a little bit. Yeah. I was like, I was like, that's weird. It was like one side would go up, and then the other side, like it was like she had a speed bag in there. Yeah, it was kind of crazy, but we did uh, we did get to see her. Uh, this week, indeed, uh, it, we actually had a tough time at first. Yeah, we had, they to, had like, to do it twice. We had to go for round two because um, basically she had her back to to the outside mm-hmm. of your stomach. So when 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 they brought it up, you saw this giant spine. That was her it. spine looks good. <laughs> spine spine's in good shape. Yeah. Um, and uh, so 
basically you went and did your normal uh, glucose test and you did, which you don't know the results, right? Not yet. Um, and, and you talked to the doctor and then we tried again like 30 minutes later. I waited out in the car. Yeah. We came back and then we got to see her and it was good. She turned around. She got a little active. She showed us her face. Mm-hmm. We did find out she's breech right now. She is breech right now, but that's not uncommon. So. Not uncommon. She's still got time to turn around. Yeah. And uh, she looks just like you. I I wouldn't admit it at first, but she does. <laughs> yeah. Like we got the 4D ultrasound kind of thing at our office, and and you can pretty much see her the features. The nose, yeah. the eyes. Like you can see what her face looks like. And yeah, she's got your nose. She's at least got your eyes like placement. Yeah, yeah. She had her eyes closed. She was like snoozing the whole time, but she was moving like crazy. I guess she was dreaming, but yeah. um, so she's got your eye placement for sure. Mm -hmm. and, and I swear she's got your at least bottom lip too. <laughs> I feel like usually there's- the, I haven't seen your top lip in years, so I don't know about that one. <laughs> um, oh yeah, because of the mustache. I was, like, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, it, 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 I feel like- you go in there thinking, all right, we're getting an ultrasound and we're going to get the 4D ultrasound. Is it 4D or 3? It's 4D. 4D is the one where it like looks all realistic. And yeah. Stuff. And you're going to get the 4D. So like you're like, yeah, I'm going to get some answers. We're going to get to see something. But I feel like I come away with more questions. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, well, it never it's, it never looks like you think it's going to look. No. And you're, it's because like you see some and I don't know if they're just more expensive machines or or what but i've seen some that people post and i'm just kind of like wow you can just tell exactly what that baby looks like i um, felt like that about ours though you could you could it still had a little weirdness to it though yeah um fair i mean it's not perfect it's not it's not perfect but i feel like you come away and you're just kind of like that didn't satiate my my want to to meet this baby like usually maybe it'd be, be like ah I feel good for now, uh, but now I'm just kind of like, mm, I want to see her more. Sorry. I, I was really having a hard time not scheduling our next ultrasound. <laughs> yeah. I think we're done with ultrasounds though, right? Yeah. Well, that one was an elective one. That so was elective. The only way we'll do any more, they said, is if she remains breech. Um, right. They'll, they'll probably do another one. So. And it, even the ultrasound tech was like, the doctors are wild because they can actually just feel, feel your stomach and figure out if the baby's breech. Yeah. Like they'll know what's what just by feeling through your stomach. Yeah. Where she is, all that stuff. I mean, and like I feel like I can I can feel when there's like a butt or a head, but if I hadn't had an ultrasound I like to know where she's kinda placed right now, there's no way I'd know if it were a butt or, or a, a head. head. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just like, no, that's firm and it's covering the amount of area that, that is larger than a hand or a foot. <laughs> like right, so right. So we know she's pushing she's pushing probably at this point, she's probably pushing four pounds. Yeah, cause she's getting she, close because she was a, like right at three and a half when we went. She was three pounds seven ounces. Yeah, um, on Tuesday, <laughs> and today is Sunday. So right. So and I've fed likely, her. Yeah, you've <laughs> some strawberry slush and burgers since then. So and tacos um, and uh, and steak and, steak. and <laughs> all kinds of good stuff. We had an anniversary. It was anniversary weekend. Yeah, yeah we it's had... our last anniversary before baby. Baby. Um, but it was fun. It was good. Yeah. We kind of chilled at home. We uh. What, fifth anniversary, right? Yeah, fifth. Yeah. And um, got ourselves, got each other gifts, all that good stuff. It's been, Fun. been nice and relaxing. We finally finished, for the most part, our bathroom project. Yeah. It is a usable bathroom with a door again. It is. There's a couple of touch-ups to do, but for the most part, we're done with all the big stuff. Like right now, it's all it's. There's, there's like a couple of finishing things we got to we got to do a couple of caulking things, and then uh, the mirror frame that we put on, we got to clean up 
a little bit. That's really it. And it's it's done. It's it's where it's going to be. Is basically where we're, yep. we're leaving. It's like it ain't perfect because we did it ourselves, but it um it's better than it was. We probably won't do any more projects like that on our own. <laughs> yeah, not for a while, too. Anyway, like <laughs> yeah, until we forget how difficult this one was. <laughs> yeah, and and probably till after there's a baby. But yeah, you even said you're like because we after we kind of were done with what we were going to do for the weekend, we got into the kitchen. And I was like, yeah, no more projects before, you know, before baby's here. And you were like, I don't think I'm going to, I think I'm just going to hire contractors for the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you were talking about painting the, the kitchen, the kitchen and the, uh, and the cabinets and all that stuff. And I'm just kind of like, nah, not doing it. Mm-mm. Refuse. <laughs> we got, we got a lot that we're counting down to doing before the baby gets here anyway. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't involve any more house projects. Not us doing any. Yeah. Like. yeah. We got, uh, we got I mean, cleaning projects, but that's about it. We got cleaning projects. We've got, um, and we got some things we want to do, but that something they're they're also kind of things that don't really require. Um, sorry, getting distracted by the dogs. They don't really require us to do immediate action. Like we want to get the banister done, but she's not going to be walking right away. Yeah, so if we don't get it done immediately, it's not a big deal. Yeah, exactly. We're kind of getting that like list of like, okay, what's what is a must. And what is something that can that can wait a little while? Yeah, you know, um, one of the things that uh, that we're looking at is Tybee. No, Tybee. No. Push up. Don't butt drag. <laughs> <laughs> drag your butt across the carpet. Um, one of the things is food prep, and yep. you know, we actually had one of our friends was very nice. Yeah, and. Uh, basically he's been he's been cooking on fridays like big meals on fridays and he what he does is he divvies them up and like kind of does like almost like a meals on wheels thing he stops by a friend's house and drops off like two or three servings and then he does that for a few of his friends um and he told us this week he's like look my gift to you is going to be um you guys pick something out of all the stuff i've been doing over the past two months um, and basically just take the, the meals that I've been making and he's like, there's going to be some other options, but the first couple months, the baby's here, I will make a full serving or a full pan of one of those things and bring it to you guys so that you have, you know, some meals through the weekend and, and you know, into the next week, which is huge. Like it's big. Like it's, I, it really surprised me. Cause I was like, I was like, what really? Yeah. Like, and he's been using the the drop off meal stuff is part of his dieting regimen where he eats like amazingly through the week and just dreams about whatever like kind of indulgent food he wants for the weekend yeah. and then makes it and then gives out a lot of it to his friends so he doesn't eat the whole thing mm-hmm. and I was like that's genius <laughs> yeah and very very kind and generous of you he's made some good stuff too oh, yeah. like there's a there's a there's a chicken tortellini with rose sauce that he made that was just kind of like it was real good. There's some was, more of that upstairs. By yeah, the way. <laughs> it was basically Italian mac and cheese is what I told him. I was like, it's like Italian mac and cheese. It's so it's like thick and creamy. It's good. Um, he's made some really cool stuff, like just some stuff I haven't tried before. Yeah. Like it's pretty badass. Lots so. of etouffee. Mm. He made something that I can't wait to have until after I can't have it until after the baby. But it was chicken livers and right and like. Creole rice and stuff. Yeah, dirty rice with chicken livers. Oh, um, oh, he brought that in. I was like, that's not for me though. <laughs> can't have that organ meat, girl. Nope. Um, but that's that is a super thoughtful present. Yeah. Um, that 
that I think is really cool, especially with for people like it's a good idea for people that maybe that you've got friends that are having a kid and you like cooking. Yeah. That's something to consider that you can do that's like Especially if y'all have similar tastes in food. Right. Like, and and that's something to consider. Like if you know their taste, if you know that you can make some stuff that they like, that would help more than you know. Cause I, I was just kind of floored by it because I was like, I was like, that would help a ton. Like uh-huh. that cuts down on the stuff that we've been planning on doing just because if he's making an entire thing of this and and then we have that to eat through, it's just going to be. Yeah. I mean, and we're still going to plan our own meals too, because one, you know, God knows what could happen with him and in his life that that may disrupt that plan, but you can't count on it week to week, but the the thought is just amazing. Yeah, exactly. Like, so we've got, I've been trying to sit down with a bunch of Pinterest pages and things like that and write down some recipes that are going to be, pretty simple to prep and Mm -hmm. easy to freeze and store that can go in a Ziploc bag or a pan and crock pot or something like that, that you can pull out really easily, throw some heat on it and everybody go about their night until it's ready. Throw some heat. Yeah. So, um, we got a few of these. I don't know if you, I don't know if you want me to just list them or what. Uh, yeah. How did you want to go through this? Like, I don't. I don't know if we want to list everything. I don't know. You got to. I mean, how many? How many do you have so far? I got far? like twenty-ish. Yeah, go th- go through some of them. Like go through some of the stuff you're really looking forward to. Okay, so this one sounds really plain, but I'm really looking forward to it because mm-hmm. it looked good. But it's basically just herb, herb roasted herb, 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 <laughs> roasted chicken. <laughs> yeah, chicken chicken and vegetables um mm-hmm. it's basically just like bone and chicken the, the whatever cheap chicken you can find at the grocery store no legs go on sale pretty regularly um potatoes carrots onion and then a bunch of just seasoning olive oil dried onion dried basil dried parsley mm-hmm. dried garlic salt Sounds good and you throw you basically toss it all together in a pan seal yeah. your pan up <clears throat> excuse me stick it in the freezer Okay. So you got raw chicken, your vegetables, all that. Like you don't have to do any pre-cooking. You just toss it in all together and seal it really good to get the air out. So it doesn't (laughs) bless you. (laughs) So it doesn't freeze or burn. Talking about all those herbs and peppers made me (laughs) tickle my nose. It got you just in thought. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, when when you're ready to eat it, you thaw it overnight Mm -hmm. uh, the day before and bake it at 375 for an hour. And then you've got roasted chicken and veggies. Yeah, those crockpot meals. Uh, that one, this one's just an oven one. Oh, it's just an oven one. Yeah, so that's cool. And then you had similar stuff listed out that was like, you basically put it in a gallon bag and yeah. freeze it, and then when it's ready, you just or when you're ready for it, you just pour it into the crockpot. So this one, um, like I love Indian food. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you could take or leave it, but you like a couple of them. <laughs> I actually, that's that's what I was pulling up and sending to you. Is is this the butter chicken? Uh, yeah, this is the butter chicken I found. I know your friend has one too, so mm-hmm. I want to compare the recipes and kind of see. Um, but this one is just butter chicken, a big onion, four cloves of garlic, ginger root, curry, gram masala, uh, chili powder. Um, and we we may be weird in the fact that we have those spices. <laughs> uh, but and then you have uh, tomato paste, maple syrup. I probably leave the maple syrup out because I'm not a big fan. We don't usually have it on hand. Uh, and then three pounds of dark chicken meat. And you freeze all of that. Uh, in your gallon Ziploc mm-hmm. and thaw it in the fridge for 24 hours before you serve it. When you go to pour it in the crock pot, you add two cups of water w- to it. And then when you go to serve it, um, you combine two tablespoons of butter, a little more cold water and cornstarch to thicken it up. Thicken up the sauce. Yeah. And then serve it over rice and cilantro. 
Nice, nice. Yeah, I'll be interested to see. I've been meaning to send that to you, and when you started getting there, I was like, oh, I need to send her this. Mm -hmm. But yeah, our friend uh, Eric, he's a chef, and oh, yeah. so he sent me this, um, and he kind of goes off of the recipe that 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 I just sent over to you. So it'll nice. be cool to see the uh, the comparison. I am interested in that. Yeah, because especially because he's a professional cook, and this was a Pinterest recipe. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got like enchilada casserole on here though. So you know. Just toss a bunch of baked beans or black, not baked beans, black beans. Baked beans sound horrible. Yeah. Um, enchilada sauce, Mexican cheese, tortillas, shredded chicken. Just throw it in a pan, basically, um, in layers, mm. and then freeze it and cover cover it in foil. And then when you thaw it overnight, you should cook it three fifty for thirty minutes, and you have an enchilada bake. One that I'm really like looking forward to. That's again. Doesn't sound like that exciting in our normal day to day, yeah. but to me it sounds really good. Is a chicken and wild rice soup, mm. and I just think the soups are going to be so easy too. Like, yeah, it's and just onion, garlic, carrots, celery, potatoes, mushrooms, wild rice. Some now with those, you're just going to cook them and freeze them as yeah, is, right? Yeah. So yeah, you could uh, actually, or do you no. crock pot them? No, this one's a crock pot. So. Nice. You just add this all to a gallon bag, uh, as is. So you chop up your chicken. I think you can actually leave the chicken whole too, because it, since it's a crock pot, one it'll shred at the it'll end. It'll fall apart, yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, one point five pounds of chicken, a large you just onion. Add the chop. stock later. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm sorry. <laughs> one large onion chopped, two garlic cloves, two large carrots, and three large celery stalks, two large potatoes, half a cup of dried or a cup of fresh mushrooms. Mm -hmm. A cup and a half of wild rice, a tablespoon of mustard, two tables, no, two tea, teaspoons of garlic powder, half a teaspoon of thyme, some salt and pepper to taste, and then freeze it. When you thaw it in the fridge and go throw it in your crock pot, you add nine cups of water or low sodium chicken stock, chicken stock, depending on your taste. Um, and then when you go to serve it, you uh, add a half cup of cream to it, like heavy cream. Yeah. And toss some uh, chopped parsley on the top. They say to use an immersion blender, but I would probably just leave it kind of chunky soup. Do it chunky, yeah. Oh, that that would be my preference, most likely. I might I might try it on one serving. But yeah. What is? Why are you so restless, doggy? Because she can't she can't get up on the couch like she normally does. Well, go kick him off. You're bigger than him. <laughs> I can't help you. You gotta stand up for yourself. I'm sorry. Go get him. <laughs> What's what's great about these things is the fact that it's not it's something you can actually do. Pregnancy doesn't have to do anything with it. Like if you're trying to budget and get yeah. a lot of meals out of out of, and and not uh, and not break yourself, man, you get so. I'm I am a firm believer in the crock pot and yeah. and just the fact that you can make so much food for so little. Well, I mean, and most of these recipes are like carrots, celery, potatoes, onions. Like all the stuff is cheap. I'd wish I'd had a crock pot when I was in college, man. It's the first thing I got my brother when he went to college. Yeah, yeah. I, I really wish I'd had one. And no, I just, I don't even know if having one would have been enough. Like I wish I had known what I know now about crock pots because I, I feel like I would have I I would have done more there and just saved so much money. We went out to eat so much. Oh yeah, I did too though. I mean, and I knew about crock pots, but yeah. Let me get her up on the couch. A cry dog. Yeah, we made a we make the sesame chicken in the crock pot and Mongolian chicken in the crock pot with dark chicken thighs, and they are delicious. It's not like it's not like 
restaurant sesame chicken or Mongolian chicken really. It's its own kind of thing. It's not quite as like thick saucy, but I'd normally skip the cornstarch in it. Um, but it's delicious, man. It's so easy to make. It just tastes like take takes like three or four hours to do. Like Yeah. Um I think that so now that the now that the the bathroom is done, like we can start focusing on those things. Yeah. I got your mom's meatloaf in here. Mm. Baked teriyaki chicken and vegetables and rice. Honestly, that one's all like something I wrote down for mostly you. Yeah, you're not a big teriyaki chicken. I fan. don't like teriyaki chicken that much. I'll eat it. Like that's the thing is, I will eat it. Mm-hmm. It's just never something I crave. Right. So I know there's going to be nights where we've had butter chicken six nights in a row, and you're going to be like, "How about something for me?" <laughs> yeah. Can we uh, knock it off with the butter chicken? Well, and I got like Thai chicken soup. You're never like too keen on that either. So I got a couple things that are like me and you both will definitely like, and then mm-hmm. I got some stuff that tend more towards the things you like, and then. Since I'm doing all the work, I probably got a few of things. Well, even in that even, I like better. Even before you know a baby was a thing, we were always pretty good about like if there. And I've told you if there is something you really want to make, and I don't really, and I'm it's not really my speed. Just just do it, and I'll I'll figure it out. You know, I'll figure something out. That's harder to do though when you're going to be the one making all the food. <laughs> <laughs> but if this, these are pre-made and you got to throw them in, like I'm I'm there to help you out. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of my, you know, my goal anyway is to help I, you out as much as possible. I appreciate that. Yeah. I was telling uh, some grandparent, they were like, oh, well, that'll be good. And I, I can't even remember how the conversation went, but basically it boiled down to, I was like, yeah, that man's going to be doing so much laundry. I can't have him worrying about what food. Oh, somebody was just like, well, Jeremy knows how to cook. And I was like, yeah, he knows how to cook. But I was like, this is going to save dishes. This is going to save cook time. I was like, this is going to save grocery runs, like this, like planning, brain power, all of that. I was we've like, already got disposable like, uh, yeah. plateware. All, we got paper plates and stuff yeah, like that. We throw that big party every year, so we've always got leftover stuff for that. Yeah. But um, Except for last year, because damn the pandemic. pandemic. I can't the damn-demic. My tongue is tied today. It's all the sugar. Pregnancy brain. Maybe. But, Maybe the caffeine, too. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, Jeremy's going to be washing spit up on bibs and onesies and stuff. <laughs> I honestly, like, I know it's going to be um, a lot of that, but man, like, it's so, it's so easy to just throw, throw stuff in the, the washing machine and stuff. Like, I'm not, yeah, I don't, I'm not, I'm not well, worried about being overwhelmed. I'm more so like, hey, are you comfortable? Are you good? Like, it's, that's well, kind of the focus. And my grandmother, because she comes from a different era, she was just like, well, you can do the laundry and he can do this. And I was like. I'm not going up and down the stairs. Yeah. Like I'm going to be recovering one way or another. She so, also lives in a house that doesn't have two yeah, different levels true. where yeah. the laundry's at. Her laundry is is on the first level. So uh, I was like, he's going to be doing that for me because I'm going to be nursing like every hour and a half, apparently. Yeah. Because <laughs> you start your nursing, you're supposed to feed them every two to three hours at, a, at the newborn stage. And from the time you start nursing is when you start the clock to the next feeding so and it takes 30 to 45 minutes to feed so you really only get like an hour hour and a half between feedings Mm -hmm. so i was like yeah we're gonna be so sleep deprived i was like not just me jeremy too like i was like we have to plan this ahead to make life easy for future selves yeah as much as possible yeah um and we don't have to but it's just gonna make it easier 
Yeah, I mean, this could all go out the window. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, we we we're not totally sure. It's funny we've we've had a couple of new people that have listened, um, and they've have they've already had one or two kids, and they're just kind of like, oh, you just don't know. You yet. sweet <laughs> summer children. Yeah, you sweet summer children. <laughs> is what I was told, and I was like, yeah, and I understand that. I understand, and we've talked about that since we started this podcast. Like, we have know, no clue what we're getting into. You know, uh, you know, it's the whole uh, concept of, of the could, podcast. <laughs> right, exactly. We're we're unprepared, and we're trying our best to be prepared. Like it's just. The way it is, and and like, I think we talked about it this week. I was kind of like, I don't think, I don't think there's any way to be prepared, like Mm-mm. mentally. Like you can anticipate all the all the scenarios you want to, but it's going to be completely different. I'm fully aware that as soon as I see this child, that I'm going to, it's going to be different. But it, I don't think it hurts to at least have some scenarios in your head. Yeah, I mean, just I think as a human, it's impossible to not couple get. Couple game plans never hurt anybody, right? Yeah. Oh no, they probably did. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about the menu. I've kind of got going. I'm excited for our buddy's food because he's a damn good cook. Um, yeah, I'm hoping my kids not like got acid reflux too bad from whatever spicy food he brings. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't put a ton of spicy stuff on here because you know baby's reflux will act up so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. Got some other cool things. Like I told you, the Thai chicken soup. There's a chicken chickpea stew that sounded really good, I threw yeah. on here. There's a, a lentil soup uh, with butternut squash and and French herbs de Provence. What? <laughs> uh-huh, exactly. Uh, I don't cook French food very often, but I've made it once or twice, and I do like it. I just, yeah. I just don't make it very often. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, a French soup. I'm down. You should be down. I'm down for it. Yeah, spicy peanut stew soup, a beef stew, a golden soup. What is a golden soup? It's a cauliflower and cashew and turmeric based soup. Soup. Okay. So is that is that kind like so with cashew is that kind of like kind of Thai a little bit? Mm. Like is that like anything like a peanut with, chicken peanut? With you know? turmeric in it, yeah, it's gonna have that kind of Thai flair. Um, garlic, onion, olive oil. Duh, 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 duh. Ooh, the da 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 sounds really good. I know. It's my favorite part. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about all that's in that one, though. It's pretty simple. It's a veggie soup, obviously. That's fine. I figured yeah. that'd be like good for some quick lunches and things. Yeah, it, well, it'll be interesting, too, because we'll be having her around the time of things warming up outside. Yes. <laughs> so hopefully it doesn't get too hot too quick, because then soups become miserable for me. They make me sweat all day. <laughs> That's a very good point. I should probably throw some things that aren't soup on here. Let's see. I got beef ragu. I got Korean barbecue beef, which you love. Yeah. Uh, chicken fajitas, which you also love. Those are love. always good. Hawaiian chicken tacos. All right. We don't do Hawaiian chicken very often, but I was like, "That's probably a great reason to have it on hand." That's It'll like change a pineapple thing. I'm gonna imagine. Yeah. 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 A right. little, little diced pineapple, some jalapeno, red onion, jalapena. Jalapeno. Uh, let's see. Creole chicken and sausage, which I might hold off on making that if our buddy's bringing food because he loves cooking Creole food. So. Oh, yeah. He makes a good, uh, what's the what's the thing you brought us? Um, etouffee. Etouffee. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. He's really good at red beans and rice, too. Oof, I love red beans and rice. And I've never, so I make a really good gumbo, but I've never tried my hands at like proper red beans and rice. And oh, his is good. Um, let's see. Once you're back up and going, that's probably. I mean, we did we did a big pot of gumbo for uh, for Christmas. That was our big Christmas uh, and, meal. And I can totally throw the ingredients to make that 
into this pretty easily. So if yeah. you want some gumbo saved up, I can totally. Or maybe it's like as a payback thing, we could be like, hey, make a huge pot of of red beans and rice or dirty rice, and we'll make gumbo. a giant pot of gumbo, yeah. and we'll just go halfsies on all of it. That sounds great. Um, let's see, cilantro, chicken, and lentils. Mm-hmm. Got lasagna Florentine, which is one of my favorites that I never make. So I found a good recipe for it. Um, we're going to have traditional lasagna, of course. Uh, chicken, broccoli, bacon, and potato bake. So that one's like a creamy chicken and I love a nice broccoli. meaty lasagna, by the way. Uh, so do I. So do mm-hmm. I. The chicken flor- the Florentine lasagna is not a meaty one. Um, and I'll probably make it chicken Florentine. You made the chicken lasagna before. Is that the one you used to make all the time? Remember? I, yeah. You made a chicken veggie uh, that one, lasagna. Yeah, I, I subbed um, just like zucchini sliced zucchini instead of noodles right yeah zucchini and squash and eggplant for the noodles it took you a couple times to get that down because it was watery right because the uh because vegetables just emit all the water once they start getting cooked Mm -hmm. i don't think i prepped them right the first time around but i got it right by the end and then i never made it again (laughs) i almost wonder if you could you know because we like sauteed zucchini so much i wonder if we could like saute the zucchini and then put it in it was still it'll still emit the water really okay all right Um, it's it's all about soaking and pressing it like tofu. Ah, oh. yeah. So or not soaking, but sweating, sweating and pressing it like to- you got to sprinkle it with salt, lay it out on paper towels and let it sweat. Like the salt will pull the water out, and you press it with something to like keep the pressure on it. Not like squish it, but pressure. Yeah. And then you get less water in your lasagna. So. Okay. Um. Let's see. Sheet chan. It's sheet pan. Chicken she sells seashells. <laughs> By the sheet pan. <sighs> sheet pan chicken pitas. <laughs> so that one's, that one's a little Mediterranean vibe. Uh, chicken and veggie packs. These are grill packs. Okay. That you just go ahead and prep them. Broccoli, zucchini, bell peppers, yellow onion, chicken slices, olive oil, garlic, Italian seasoning, paprika, salt, pepper. Easy. Yeah. And you can do those on the grill or you can just throw them in a skillet and saute them up. But okay. you, you can just prepackage them and freeze them. We love grilled food. I was like, getting that kind of prep to go wouldn't be bad. Baked spaghetti. Mm. There's the beef lasagna recipe I was telling you about. Let's see. I got green enchiladas. We had normal enchiladas. I got green ones. I got stuffed shells with spinach. So the first people I learned to cook from were Italian. So we got you a lot guys of just Italian. How <laughs> impressive these two! Like she's got two notebooks in front of her, just full. <laughs> They're not full. I'm almost in there. Pages full of uh, of food stuff. And I got a crock pot red pepper chicken. Um, and then I've got, I haven't written it down yet, but I know I've got pulled up a Tuscan bow tie chicken pasta mm-hmm. that looked really good. It's got like a little bit of red pepper and heat to it. So yeah. it sounds like it's going to be good. I mean, and they're, they're definitely filling not so much diet food meals for the most part. Like it will be good comfort food when we're stressed out, I'm sure. And, you know, lots of vegetables involved to keep us healthy. You know, and we, we've been talking about this with some of our friends, like, and you guys can are included. You guys can definitely email us if you've got something that would go well with what we're doing that that would freeze well or that would that would freeze well to prep kind of thing. Um, send it to us. Or if you want the recipes of any of those like many things I named off. Yeah, currently unprepared at gmail dot com. Happy to message them over. It's yeah, it's it's pretty impressive what or she's you got Google. going on here. I didn't do anything special besides Google. So. Yeah. Well, and, and that's kind of like what we were talking about with our, our friend that's offering to, to make some food for us. He, he's like, well, when, when he gets an idea of something that he wants to cook, he just kind of looks around the internet and he takes like almost an amalgamation of 
you know, a few different things to make something that he thinks would be good. Uh, kind of similar to the way we brew beer when we when we homebrew beer. When I make uh, Peruvian food too, like when I'm trying to recreate your aunt's recipes, but mm-hmm. for some reason I just don't call people directly and ask them what the recipe is. Yeah, I'll do that on the internet. Or, you know, the fact <laughs> they live around the corner, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just but, like I'm too lazy to go ask how to make Lomo Saltado. I'll just look it up and then combine four recipes. But you know, so much of that, right, is probably the way making food throughout history has gone. Is like someone found something they liked and they're like but i want a little bit more of that and they just change it a little bit here and there and it's how you end up with your own that's how my gumbo came about the way it is like because your gumbo is it's it's the same in principle all the way through Mm -hmm. but it's always like the heat level is always a little different because you just you just kind of like all right i want to try these sauces (laughs) yeah i mean you throw in how many seven or eight seven or eight different hot sauces yeah and it's never like you've made it i think once where it was like whoo that torched my mouth. Well, yeah, there's a lot of habanero in that but, one. <laughs> but for the most part, like, I don't, you don't really, it's a nice heat. It's never like something that you're kind of like getting killed by. It, our friends that love heat really like it. Mm-hmm. And then our friends that can't handle heat that well still enjoy it. Still enjoy it because yeah. it's not something that's going to be unpleasurable. I do like that dish. You're dancing. You got to use the bathroom? No, no. Okay. I'm just, I got antsy legs right now. Like oh, I'm itchy. Yeah. I got too much sugar on board basically what it is i think and you're probably you're probably still getting hits from that caffeine i only drank half my small i put Mm. i put the rest in the fridge i'm about half uh, i'm a little less than halfway on my large i drink coffee so slow yeah except for that that's probably twice up all night tonight that's probably twice as fast as you normally drink coffee Mm. Mm -mm -mm. so today um we wanted to get you out of the house a little bit uh you were craving donuts when you woke up this morning i woke up just fiending for a donut i didn't have a dream about a donut or anything i had a dream about a donut i had dreams that i had uh knuckle tattoos <laughs> and you said they didn't even say anything they were just symbols they were just like cutesy little doodles it was weird i had two doodles? on each hand do you want knuckle tats it was like ring finger doodle index finger doodle on each hand of just like random i can't even remember what they were they were random like cutesy little things you think you think you're gonna be a knuckle tat mom no no i think you're gonna get more tattoos i have one right now i think i'll probably get a half sleeve eventually i want more i I want i want three quarter sleeve really bad you have like how many tattoos do you have Um, 30 i'm somewhere between 20 and 30 yeah Yeah. Uh, i'm not covered no you're not by any means Um, but like i've got several different tattoos that are kind of put together in one area like some people do a uh, like one big sleeve that's all one big thing. My my half sleeves are several different things, but they all go together, and that was kind of the plan. They were planned well. You ever thought about like so for I, I think mostly for our generation, tattoos aside from different styles are kind of normalized. Like it's kind of odd to me, like because growing up, my family was just like no, like very much like. No, yeah, no tattoos too. are for criminals. And I, shoot, no, there was a side of my family that didn't know I had a tattoo for over a year. <laughs> yeah, like I hid my tattoo, my first tattoos for the first for two years because I got my first one when I was eighteen. Can I trade lumbar pillows with you? Yeah, Sorry. that's not, it, well, that's a head pillow, so that's probably why it's. There you go. I was trying to make it work. Um, but yeah, I mean, my I grew up, my family it was it was, it was always like no, only criminals and and you know. <laughs> bad people get tattoos and i was kind of like well well you're both am i so am i a criminal job. or a bad person and they're like no i was like okay then you know and but but yeah i've i've i think she's gonna 
she's going to grow up and it's just going to be a thing because oh, my dad and my mom have tattoos. Yeah, I mean, and your best friend is is tatted up pretty well and his, he's got a daughter that's like seven yeah. years old and yeah, it's just completely normal. It's wild. Yeah, I mean, I don't want anything like, I have an idea of something I want in my head and they're all just like basic girl tattoos, which I'm fine with. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. If like, it's what you want. I, yeah. I mean, the the idea I have will look very like Starbucks Uggs wearing like basic white lady tattoos, <laughs> um, but it will have like there are meanings behind each of the things I want to do. So what what I love is like. Like actual personal. Growing ones. up, when I told people I wanted tattoos, or I told like you know older family I wanted tattoos, and they're like, "Yeah, but then you're gonna regret it one day." It's like I, I've had tattoos now for twenty years. You have some goofy ones too. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I've had tattoos for twenty years at this point, and I don't regret any of them. No, nah, they're all cool. Like I, I, I like them. I know they're not. You know, they just mark different times in my life, yeah. and they just I don't know. I just. I don't they don't bug me my uh so the one tattoo i have is for a, pu a dog we had that passed away that was my first dog and i loved her very much and my grandmother when she saw my tattoo she was like well you know are you gonna get tired of it and i was like the dog will have always been a good dog i think it's good <laughs> i think i think i'm gonna be good <laughs> yeah i i don't know i it it's funny it's just a generational thing uh mostly but you know i uh I enjoy it. I mean, I've got I've got a couple where they don't bug me that I have them, but I I've thought of better things that I could use that I could get to cover them up because I'm just kind of like I mean this doesn't bother me, but I've got something that actually means more to me that could yeah. And I mean, go if, there. I feel like if you get to that point where you're just like dying to get that get the cover up, but I really I, I've I've actually talked to so we've got um Sorry. all three of the dogs are kind of lounged out. Um, we've got, uh, we've got a friend that I've known for, I mean, we're come, we're close to 20 years at this point, um, who lives up in Charlotte. Now he moved, he moved and he moved up to Charlotte yeah. and he, he's, you know, starting a new up there, building his client base. And I really want to go see him. So he's our tattoo artist. Yeah. He reached out to me. Um, he reached out to me this week just to see how we were doing and was asking about how the baby is and stuff Aww. like that. And it's really cool. And then we traded like documentaries we're watching he's like oh yeah i just watched uh you know this one and i was like oh you need to check these two out and he's like oh this sounds good like and it's kind of neat he's you can tell how, how how being stuck inside is affecting everybody everyone you know oh, especially so for him because it sucks because now he's in a new town and he can't really go out and meet people at, yeah. the at this time because everybody's kind of staying in so oh We'll see. I'm. I'm I, we were talking about it in the car today because we, we got you out of the house. You wanted the donuts. We got. We and then I was like, I was like, let's go. Uh, let's go bump around just 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 to drive and be out in the sun for a little while. <sighs> it's so kind of cold out, so we couldn't just walk around. So we just drove around, looked at looked at uh, different neighborhoods and houses, and probably looked like creeps driving through and staring at people's uh, houses. We had a cute little puppy in our lap. Mm -hmm. So puppies fun. make everything better. Exactly. Um, but we were talking. To, we we're talking about like. I think I, we were just sitting at a red light and I was like, man, I really can't wait for things to be back to normal as normal as they can get. Right. And you're like, I don't, you, you're like, do you think that'll happen? And I was like, I hope so. I said it a little more colorfully, but like, yeah, I was like, I hope so. And, I, and then we were, I was talking about how like, we're very lucky the timing of this and when we're having the child, because 
hopefully by the time it's all over and things are quote unquote normal, you know, she's still going to be too young to really even remember what's going on. When I was talking about how I really feel bad for those people that have like four or five, six year olds. I, I can't even imagine. Especially like what hit me was like, especially the kids that had, you know, you always have that point in life where you become sentient and you start making memories. Like imagine having the first year of you, like say you're five and you're making new memories and going and doing things with your parents. And then like a year after that, all of a sudden you can't go anywhere. It's your Nintendo switch in you. Yeah. (laughs) It's which isn't a terrible thing, but when you're curious about the world and you've, and you've been used to going out and doing things and hanging out with friends and doing all this other stuff, it's gotta be tough, man. Yeah. My, my best friend has a daughter that's 11 and it's just, yeah. Like she's got to be tough. She's cooped up right now. And she's a, she's like a gamer type kid too. So she's not the worst off or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got friends online. She's got lots of friends online. She can talk to them. Thankfully technology allows her plenty of interaction, but it's not the same. Like she still wants to go to the park. Like mm-hmm. even be, even being a computer kid, like she, she still wants to go outside and go meet with her friends at like the park or skating rink or something like that. And it's, just not like and and it's always like the best timing too. like right when the school shut down for two weeks because of a corona scare or something like that they'll like all the kids want to get together and they're like no the reason you got us at home is because somebody might have been exposed like, well what sucks too yeah. is we've got family that 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 do this is like what sucks too is you do have parents that are just like yeah go do things yeah and then so they're not taking it serious and now you're trying to be like well we're taking it serious mm-hmm. and that's it's a bad situation because you're kind of like, well, so and so is going out and doing stuff, and they're fine. You're kind of like, nope, because yeah, because explaining it to a five or ten year old, like explaining mortality, explaining mm-hmm. how val- how important and valuable your health is, and to how like take care of it long term. Well, how- just how to speed up the empathy process. Be yeah. like, it's not. I don't know how to tell you this, but it's not about you not making it through it. It's like it's about not spreading it anymore, and yep. it's. I'm sure it's wild. I'm sure it's wild uh, to think about. Well, I mean, and you're, you also want, you want your kid to be empathetic, but you don't want your kid to be terrified. Of the world. Of, well, not even of just the world, but like they're like frozen in fear of their own actions. Like yeah. too, like because, there's a balance. Yeah. If you tell a five-year-old, listen, if you're spreading COVID, you could kill Timmy's grandma. Like, that could scar a kid. That could really send them on like one of those like cheaty from the good place type paths where they're just like, every one of my decisions yeah. has this like dire consequence. Yeah, the these behind. big implications yeah. behind it. Yeah. And at the same time, you want them to think about the implications of their actions. So you're mm-hmm. just like, oh God, how do I not screw this kid up? <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a not- balance. And we've, we've talked about it several times, like, you know, <laughs> how how we're going to try our best not to screw a kid up. But like, I don't think when you're, when you're, when, and you say screw a kid up, but like just kind of give a kid a quirk, I guess you don't realize you're going to do it. You don't know what sticks with a kid. Like there's just certain stuff that stuck with me as a kid. And there's certain stuff that, you know, raised by the same parents that different things stuck with my brother. And it's just, everybody's a little different. Like, yeah. Pre-programming. Like you (laughs) talked about, like they come out with their own stuff soul or something it's mm-hmm. weird they're they're slightly pre-configured yeah like 
There's and they're going to take to certain things and they're going to be a little more angry than you maybe, or they're going to oh. be a little more passive than you. Like, I Come think on, it, passive. <laughs> we, we, we saw my dad last week and, you know, that, that came up in a way, yeah. <laughs> in a way that, oh, I know what you're talking about. yeah, <laughs> where like, you know, sometimes, sometimes like you never know how a person's going to, going to be emotionally, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're maybe, maybe they're more emotional than you. Maybe they're a little less emotional than you and maybe they're not quite, um, they're not quite uh, unempathetic, but maybe they just don't have that thing where they get emotional about things. You yeah. know, um, I'm I'm a pretty emotional person. Like, you're not I, like you're not like a crier at every movie or anything. But yeah, I mean, you you have no problems like letting things get to you if sure. Yeah. I'll tear up. I don't. It doesn't. Sarah it doesn't McLaughlin and the AC. PA or whatever they were. ASPCA. A ASPCA, come on, and you know you'll cry a river, but it's no. fine. <laughs> cry a river. <laughs> um, but you know, but then there's, the, and it's mostly an older generation thing. We talked to my my brother and sister in law about it last night. There's, there's just it's a generational thing where like the the males don't like you just push it all down. Yeah. Push it all down and just store it in a little box that one day will explode in your chest right that's why you have a heart attack <laughs> <laughs> so um you know it's just i don't know i don't have a problem with it and i think it's i think it's probably a good thing like when you have i mean a kid in general but particularly a daughter that you can i don't know i think that'd be a good trait to have to be like no sh sh stuff can be sad i almost said almost said the other um, stuff can be sad like it's then there's no nothing wrong with that get yourself on the board it's fine uh -huh. i didn't say it uh -huh. i didn't say it <laughs> Yeah, I think that's important to teach any kid. Yeah, not just a daughter, but any kid is mm -hmm. it is okay to be sad about stuff. It's not okay to wallow. No. It's not okay to feel sorry for yourself like all the time. Um keep yourself in check. Yeah, yeah, sure, but you know, be hard on yourself but don't don't hinder yourself. Yeah, but it it is okay to be sad. It is okay to have feelings about stuff like and we'll walk through that with her for years to come i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> we'll walk through that fire soon enough yeah and we're i mean again we are constantly ahead of ourselves and where we're going to be what we're going to be dealing with that is literally like less than three months around the corner <laughs> yeah well you brought um, up a good point too because you know we've had people that are like you guys are thinking about stuff way down the road it's like well we can we can't just think about what a newborn's going to do because it's not going to do much when it, when she gets here yeah i'm like i can only talk about vomit and poop and breastfeeding so much yeah. <laughs> like sleep schedules it's it, everybody knows this is going to be the the hard part like this is this podcast is about the anticipation of everything coming. Yeah. And, and, oh, and it's all coming it will, like a freight train. It will continue after she's born to be about everything that's coming toward us. <laughs> like we just don't, there's, there's she'll no be other three and it. we'll be worried about prom. Like, <laughs> yeah, we'll be, you know, and that's, and there's nothing wrong with that, which what I'm looking forward to is getting the stories to come back and tell oh. and be like, Oh, you don't believe what happened this week. I can't wait till she scares us. Like she's really creepy. Daughters are the worst. Daughters are the worst at being creepy. Like everybody I know with a daughter has some creepy kid, little girl story about like the the dolls are talking through the walls at me, mommy. <laughs> I will teach her. <laughs> I will teach her. You're really good at scaring me. Oh yeah. <laughs> not and not just jump scares, just creepy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'll teach her. Like go in there, go in there, tell your mom that her grandpa big, says, "Hey, the, the, <laughs> the big man in the closet." 
No. Wants to know what's for dinner. Do you know how we get gunshots <laughs> in the walls? You get to do new dry. You're going to be like Bill Burr being like, I didn't want to do drywall work. <laughs> <laughs> the big man in the closet wants to know what's for dinner. Uh, you would be coming home from work. We would be staying in the driveway. There'd be six cop cars here. I wouldn't even go investigate. I'd just be like, come with me. The dogs can fend for themselves. Like, <laughs> just be like Old man Billy wants to know if you're making chili again. No. No. <laughs> Do you know how you get people hurt? That's how you get people hurt is teaching the kids that. <laughs> some some poor like you know like cable repair guy just like or the meter the meter reader guy gets shot because you taught the kid to be <laughs> damn creepy it's gonna be great it's gonna be wonderful um but uh there's a bunch of stuff to look forward to and we've started uh you know before we get into our what to expect stuff uh last week last sunday or was it maybe monday we started reading i started reading to you yeah the uh was it's pregnancy by month i think is what it is the book that your doctors yeah. give us um and i think that most people get from their doctor um no 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 it's just our doctor no but none of my other friends have this book really yeah it's a really really it's a big book it's it's very detailed and very easy to understand. It's not exactly stereo instructions, but it's not the mommy on call stereo yeah. <laughs> instructions from last week. But but it's um it's it, a lot like a college textbook. Yeah, it's it it's very easy for me to understand. It is the way I learn. Like it's it's like a textbook that 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 actually addresses you. Like yeah. it addresses everything's kind of you might be feeling this or that or this or that. So uh, we're we're kind of already in month. We're we're coming out of month seven, yeah. Um, so we're so I by read that you, book. We're in month eight, but I, I read you all of month seven yeah. last week. This week we'll read all of month eight, and uh, and then there's a bunch of supplements. It's a pretty thick book, so you've got the month to month things, which is probably about maybe I would say that's maybe a third of the book. Third of the book, yeah, yeah, a little less than half the book, and then everything else is like reference for you know what happens when this happens, or you know just a bunch of different things, um, but it's good information. It's just more detailed and a little less poppy than like what to expect. Is. Yeah. I you mean, what, what to expect is, um, personal recommendations of people, you know, mm -hmm. like, uh, what's it called when you have a, a firsthand experience or a secondhand experience, just, I call it a firsthand or secondhand experience. I hate you. <laughs> If I told you that today, um, testimonial. No, well that works too. Yeah. Um, anyway, th th those work. Yeah. So, this one is more just clinical. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I dig that. That puts me in a, this is a two plus two equals four situation. Like there's, there's rules to how this goes. And even though there aren't any rules to how this goes, no, there's none. If I can trick my brain into thinking there are, yeah, that can keep my anxiety at bay as long as everything kind of goes okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And there's people I've talked to that are just kind of like, man, just throw those books away. You guys are going to, you guys are going to be those fine. Those people are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to be fine. Those people. And, and you'll be able, you'll, you'll know what to do. You'll know people, what to do. Those people are far, far, far advanced from me. <laughs> well, you're also you're also somewhat of a when it comes to life situations, you're a bit of a like a prepper. Like you mm -hmm. want to have something ready to go. Like you said, you want you'd rather have some scenarios laid out. There, there is a and then call the ball when when it's here. You know. Yeah, there's a universe in the multiverse where I am a doomsday prepper for sure. <laughs> like yeah. Um. So we're in week twenty nine. Mm -hmm. Um. But we did find out this week at the at the doctor that. She's definitely a week or two ahead. Like they said, I think a week and a half ahead now. Yeah, I think it was like one, 
Yeah. Because what to expect here says 2.5 to 3 pounds. She's definitely pushing four. Almost four. (laughs) She's definitely pushing four pounds. Everybody kept asking me what percentile she was in because another friend of mine that's pregnant, we've talked about her before, she's a week behind and her baby's in... can't remember what percent she got her percentile basically is the do we get world. a percentile we did not because our baby is way ahead of schedule so she's in the hundred plus percentile oh. is basically what that so percentiles to. are just when they're like trending on fine track. on track okay. <laughs> yeah so she's like at 115 percent right now maybe more <laughs> she's 175 that's 110 <laughs> percent yeah so um i'm just trying to make it to april with this kid now yeah 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 we keep we've we talked about our virtual shower that we're having. There's a card that went out to our friends with like their predictions about how much the baby's going to weigh and like what her birth date would be and who, who she's going to look, look like. like. Yeah, yeah, everybody's picking you. Um, but As they, they should. But they all think that she's going to get my personality. I have strong genes. You have a strong personality. This so. is true. <laughs> she's going to be a handful. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, everybody's picking that she's going to be. She's her due date's four twenty one, so everyone's picking four twenty because Hardy Har Har. Um, and I'm like, you guys are all wrong. It's going to be like March thirtieth, right? <laughs> we'll be lucky to meet uh, to to get to four ten. Oh man, and I, so I've been joking with you the whole time that her birthstone's a diamond, so you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be an emerald. It's going to happen. There we go. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, <laughs> so we are uh, twenty nine weeks apparently. Um, maybe maybe <laughs> uh she's as big as a head of cauliflower 11 weeks ago mm-hmm. 11 weeks that number keeps getting smaller i know oh guess what it's even smaller it's it's even smaller <laughs> we might be nine to ten weeks to go i think so um at a glance uh baby's first smile which we did see <gasps> she was uh, your baby may begin to smile this week especially in her sleep um, she was asleep in your womb and she was smiling in, uh, in a couple of the photos they took in the 4d and moving around a bunch too and moving around a bunch. Yeah. She's a tosser and a turner. Yeah. She needs to flip though. We need her to flip. Yeah. I got to go to that website that the midwife gave me. They gave me a mid, uh, website called spinningbabies.com. Oh, that sounds terrible. It's how you get the baby to, to sounds turn horrifying. around. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Actually, why don't we go to it? Wow. <laughs> Let's go see what it's all about right now. Spinning, I haven't looked at it yet. Oh, goodness. Spinningbabies.com. Spinningbabies.com. I had it written down. Uh, Let's see. We'll see. <clears throat> Comfort and pregnancy. Uh. Let's see. Let's read their approach. Actually, let me read. Let me read this real quick. Trying to find um, my page where all my doctor questions. Parenthood are. starts with pregnancy. You and your baby are working together. Your job is to dilate. Uh, baby's job is to rotate. Empower yourselves with daily activities, body balancing techniques, and smart birth positions for a more comfortable, confident birth. Let's read their approach. Okay. What is their approach? Um, uh, spinning babies is a unique approach to birth created by midwife Gail Tully. Um, spinning babies offers a third perspective to the dichotomy in childbirth today. Oh my goodness. Um, big words here. Yeah, no technology or nature don't, uh, doesn't have to exclude one another rather than increase technology or medication to help childbirth. We activate the nature within the body by working with the body in new ways, explore activities with anatomy and physiology in a way that allows the baby to release rather than be delivered. Um, 
by mechanical manipulation or force. So they're trying to get that baby to go. Yeah, they don't want to use them forceps. Um, yeah, we don't. We definitely don't want that. Mm-mm. Your brother had that weird shaped head for a little while. <laughs> it's affecting him to this day. It's, oof. <laughs> oof. Um, the assumption that birth is a pa- we're one day going to pay for all this. Yeah. Uh, the assumption that birth uh, is a passenger powered through the pelvis, the old three P's paradigm, reduces more creative body centered options and medication to release contractions or force to make the body make the baby come out. Uh, just seems just as reasonable as pushing a ball that is uh, a little tight through a hoop. Mm. Okay. Um, that sounds painful. <laughs> um, wait, wait, wait. I read wait, that is, wrong. Is, birth, is, is childbirth supposed to be painful? I don't <laughs> know if I knew that. <laughs> so wait. So body-centered options and medication to increase contractions or force to make the baby come out seems just as reasonable as pushing a ball that is a little tight through a hoop. Okay, so they're they're basically just trying to make it, like I said, a little more. What's that sound? Okay. Um, whereas uh, with an approach for release, the birth of the baby can be as natural as the release of hormones. Self care and specific body activities restore body balance and make room for the baby. Babies can put themselves into the best possible position for birth uh, with an anatomical within the anatomical space available. Yeah, I do want to get her turned around before she gets any bigger. <laughs> I feel like if she has to do like a full flip, <laughs> bigger than this is going to get tight in there. Well, last time, I mean, the last time we had the sonogram, she was just spinning. Yeah. Just like up, back down, up, back. It's like swimming, like, uh, you know, you ever seen, it, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of like a koi swimming in a pond uh-huh. back and forth. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. It was so weird. And now um, now she's moving a decent amount. Like we we could definitely see her wiggling around and moving and throwing elbows and stuff in there. But she's she's not doing like the dryer cycle. Spinning babies. All right. Well, we'll have to look more into it. There's a lot of words there. Yeah. There's yeah, a lot fair. of words. There's a lot of uh, a lot of reading to do. I had not looked at it yet. And, you know, we're Five days since we saw them, so it's yeah. about time to look at it, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, baby's first smile. We saw that. Yes. Um, more hiccups. Your little one is. I continu- got a Tdap vaccine. We didn't talk about that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the doctor said it'd probably be a good idea for everybody to be upped on it. Yeah. Well, everybody up to date. So up if you've date. had one in the last ten years, you're good to go. Yeah. Um. So my arm hurts still. Really? They said it would hurt for a day or two. It's still sore. <laughs> Poor me. For me, uh, your little one is ca- uh, continuing to hiccup. They feel like rhythmic taps that aren't comfortable, that aren't uncomfortable for a baby either. Um, okay, so more hiccups. Yeah, she hiccups all the time. Uh, tight quarters. Your little bean plumps up. Your as your little bean plumps up, your womb is getting a bit cramped. So those hard kicks you were feeling will become more like jabs and pokes now. Mm. Is that true? I don't know yet. Is it a She's- little jabby. And I, mean, I know when I've felt her, it feels like it, it feels to me like something small is hitting a, a heavy bag. It doesn't Boom. hurt. Yeah. Like yeah. she got wedged the other day in like the bottom of my hip. I think that was before our last like our last podcast, too. And that wasn't comfortable mm-hmm. by any means. But it's more like when she gets stuck down in my hip. If she's just like moving around in my stomach, it hasn't hurt yet. So yeah. knock on wood. <laughs> knock on wood. Um,. What'd you say she was as big as? Uh, head of cauliflower. Okay. What's the uh, what's the nostalgia on that? 
Uh, let's see. Nostalgia is a Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. Buckets of fun for everyone. <laughs> uh, let's see. Baby's getting more fat and fewer wrinkles. Uh, at week at 29 weeks pregnant, your baby weighs two and a half to three pounds. Ours is more. Um, uh, and measures 15 and a half to 16 inches long. Um, though she's getting pretty close to her birth length, um, still has to chub out a bit. In fact, over the next 11 weeks, she'll more than double, even clo- come close to tripling her weight. Ooh. Listen, baby. So our Let's not triple that weight. Our pound, baby. <laughs> Unless you're just going to stay breech and we're going to do this surgically. Um, the ultrasound tech was asking us how big we were as babies. And we told her I was, I was eight. Oh, I'm like, oh, do I need to give away answers to these trivia questions for our friends? But our friends don't listen to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I was eight pounds and you were just under eight. I was seven and a half, yeah. Oh, you were seven and a half? I thought you were like seven, 12 for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was like, yeah, she's uh, she's she's on par to be an eight pound baby. And I was, I just looked at her and I could tell she was lying. <laughs> just, she's trying to put your, she, she, she does a lot that. of trying to comfort you. She's yeah. very nice. She's so sweet. I love her. Yeah. She's she's one of my favorite parts of the visits is getting yeah. to see her. Um, she's, she's I could a, she's see a, the lie in her eyes. <laughs> she's a tiny lady and she's she had her first kid, like the first kid was a daughter. And then their second kid was actually two kids, two boys. She had twins. twins. Yeah. <laughs> so... I'm, I was just like, oh, you're just trying to make me not panic, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. She does a good job of it, though. Yeah, she's real. She's sweet. very comforting. Uh, as more fat is deposited under the skin surface, the her wrinkled skin is smoothing out. Uh, the white fat, the white fat, as it's called, is different from the earlier brown fat of your developing fetus uh, was accumulating. Uh, brown fat is necessary for body temperature regulation, where white fat is the same kind you have. Uh, mom actually serves as an energy source. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying. You're trying. Uh, oh, we're getting close to starting to count kicks. Oh, we already are. Um, already yeah, kicks? Matt, midwife told me to count kicks. So I'm supposed to count, um, you know, all day, whatever. But so our, our, our kid moves all day and I haven't had to count kicks just because she is so active. But our midwife gave me the number of uh, six kicks per hour. So at least six. If any movement counts six times per hour, if it goes under that column, but our kid will move six times in like five minutes. So that's good. Yeah. I'm strong heartbeat, strong oh, everything. Her heart was so cute. Not was, nearly as fast as it was the first time. The it, first time was like, it's like still they gave us the, the little beats mm-hmm. read out like picture and it's still pretty fast. It's still pretty fast, <laughs> but, but um, just a little hummingbird heart. Let's see, your body at week 29. How's that going? Um, varicose veins. By the by, week 29 of pregnancy, your tummy's probably large enough that you, can see, you can't see your legs uh, when you're standing anymore. My belly button's changing. Is it? <laughs> yes. Think it's going to pop? <laughs> probably. Probably by pop. the end. It's definitely going to pop out. <laughs> um, your tummy's probably large enough that you can't see your legs when you're standing anymore, and that could be a good thing because... Uh, like the roughly 20% of expectant moms, uh, you might have varicose veins. These swollen blood vessels either develop uh, or worsen when you're expecting, though they're rarely cause for concern. They pop up because the blood volume increases during pregnancy. Uh, your growing uterus is putting pressure on your pelvic veins, and hormones are making your veins relax. 
So that's why everything's a little more easy to see because everything's just more full of blood. Oh gosh, yeah. Like, I can just look at my wrists and tell the difference. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like I can also see what handed I am because there's just fifty thousand more veins going that way. <laughs> but um, I'm also very, very translucent, <laughs> so that helps. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Some women find varicose veins painful, while others have no discomfort at all. Uh, like stretch marks, they can be passed on from generation to generation. You've got... i got one on the back of my knee. Yeah, you do. But, but I've had it since before I was pregnant. Yeah, but I wonder how much that affects your 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 restless legs. I mean, I'm sure it plays a part. Like, I know my grandmother has them. I don't know if my mom has them. Um, But yeah, I've had one on the back of my leg since I was like 26. Um, It's, just, it's not a big one, so it doesn't bother me yeah, yet. Yeah, it's not big. But... Uh, your, your best bet to prevent or minimize them is to keep your circulation going by avoiding standing or sitting for a long time. Okay. Um, right on that. <laughs> <laughs> aim to get in some daily exercise and try to wear a special support hose, which can also be helpful. Um, most of the time varicose veins recede within a few months after delivery. Okay. Got some compression socks on the list of things to buy because, uh, yeah, I read a story and it terrified me of blood clots. So those mm. like immediately went on the list. Um, pregnancy symptoms, week 29. Yeah. Constipation. Sure. Pregnancy hormones relax your muscles, <laughs> including those in your bowels, which is sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, which, uh, which can cause your system to get backed up. One way, uh, one way to get back on track is to eat yogurt with probiotic L acidophilus. Um, look for brands that contain live active cultures. Uh, since those are beneficial bacteria and can aid in digestion and help get things moving. Sounds good. Probiotic L acidophilus. Migraines. Have you got any migraines? No. Okay, good. That's that would be terrible. Yeah. I oof. Oof. Uh hemorrhoids. Those don't sound pleasant. Those don't sound pleasant at all. If the veins in your rectum have begun to bulge and pop out as a result of increased pressure and blood flow in the pelvic area, re <laughs> Sorry. Just get a kick. Something. It hurt. That one hurt. <laughs> just kick you hard. I don't know if it was her or just my whole like system heard you talking about all these <laughs> symptoms. I don't know. She's like, yeah, let's see what we can do about this one. <laughs> She's in there listening. Um, reduce your comfort um, and irritation by using a gentle wipes or warm water on soft toilet paper after bowel movements. Of course, drinking lots of fluids um, so your stool isn't hard. Maybe it was a Braxton Hicks contraction. Maybe so. You think you've had one yet? I don't think I have. Um, They're supposed to be higher. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Uh, pregnancy brain. No wonder your mind feels especially foggy these days. Hormones are wreaking havoc on your memory, and your brain cell volume actually decreases during the third trimester. God. Yeah. Like you needed more ammo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, try not to make this temporary pregnancy symptom. Uh, take it to heart. Uh, stressing about it will only cloud your brain even more. I feel like at work, I'm struggling to like, track the same things i have been yeah which thankfully i can take my time and double check things but i'm like oh this is everything is so much harder you mentioned this the other day what? fast growing nails yeah man my nails look great like there was a at the beginning in the first trimester they looked really good and then there was like a point between the first and second or in the second where they were just chipping and brittle all the time yeah and they're back to beautiful beautiful and beautiful. strong even though your nails may be growing faster than ever, pregnancy hormones may also cause them to become dry and brittle. Oh, look at regularly. that. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, I mean, and you said you've, you've it's swung to both sides the whole time, right? This is as long as I ever liked them, which is like you can barely see them over the back. Pretty long, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can barely see them over the back of your like, or the the front, the inside of your palm. Yeah, if you're looking at the bottom of your yeah. hand. Yeah, but like if they get any longer than this, I can't type. I can't use my phone. I can't like do anything. But the dogs like them this length. Um, it screeches. It screeches. I like them too. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> back scratches are the best. Um. Heartburn or indigestion, you really haven't had too much problem with this. A little bit here. A little and there, bit, but, but not like not like people are like, oh, you're I think you had way more before you're pregnant. Yeah. Honestly, you yeah, did. I agree. Um heartburn keeps you up at night. Avoid eating too much uh, and chowing down close to bedtime. Uh stay away from coffee or chocolate in the evening, uh, since those energizers will make it harder for you to get to sleep. The uh when we have red sauce, I do still notice a little bit. That happens to me sometimes yeah, too. Yeah, just tomatoes and acid yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. Um, tips for you this week buy breast pads you have those I have them um, you haven't had to start using them yet but no. apparently you're getting close to where you're going to be leaky am I going to leak before she gets here stock up on nursing pads now your breasts will may leak a thin yellowish fluid <gasps> called colostrum this nutritious uh, the nutritious pre-milk that will allow your baby's first food uh, will be your baby's first food when you're breastfeeding uh, will happen before your baby arrives okay I'm protecting these new nursing bras that I got mm-hmm might as well okay. put them in. I didn't even get nursing bras. Like I've gotten like front snap bras mostly mm -hmm. because the nursing bras just they're not that cute. <laughs> they're not that cute. They're not that cute. They're they're a functional thing. They're not a glamorous I, thing. I know, but th they're not that cute. <laughs> <laughs> so I got front snap bras that still give me ease of access. Get some get some nursing bras. They're not that cute. <laughs> so uh you're gonna have to start using breast pads soon. Uh you did get your pump this week i got a pump yeah i called insurance through insurance shoot i called insurance on like tuesday or wednesday and it got here yesterday i was yeah. very impressed friday yeah friday friday oh, okay Ooh, she kicking yeah kicky baby <laughs> um she, she's like my food <laughs> but yeah you got so you got uh breast pump uh-huh um and it's nice yeah i gotta got sit down and kind of bust it out and see how all, all the parts work and stuff like that i don't know how you do that if you're not Act like how are you gonna test it all? You're not out? gonna just you're not gonna yeah. latch it on and do it, but no, you, can, I mean, you just know how to turn it on. Once you turn it on, it's just gonna suction to what it needs to. Is that? So. Do you think it's that simple? I'm I gonna laugh so. my butt off if it's not that simple. Well, you laugh your butt off because I think it's going to be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my cousin did tell me to get a pumping bra, um, so it can, you can just hands free do other things, which sounds like it would be useful. Um, but I've also seen people that were just like, just turn an old sports bra into one. Like, it's real easy and it doesn't cost you nothing. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I might, mean, I but your sports bras right now don't don't fit you. That's the problem. That is the, yeah, that Cause, is Because you've gotten, your, your your boobs have gotten bigger. Like, that's just the this, way it is. This is a good point. I don't know. I feel we'll like. We'll just get you a good, we'll just get you a couple of I feel of like good there's ones. at least one sports bra I could sacrifice to the gods for this. Or we just get you a couple of good pumping bras. I mean. To have proper support and that aren't going to get all ratty and weird because you've cut them. They're going to get ratty no matter what. You're going to have like the, they're gonna the, have the Florida cutoff, the Florida cutoff jeans equivalent of a bra. <laughs> <laughs> Portals. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. Keep uh. Keep I moving. Stop making good place references. This is exactly what I did when we were watching The Office every night. Yeah. I just everything was a Michael Scott or Dwight reference. Yep. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> Um, 
sorry, uh, keep moving to prevent RLS between heartburn, leg cramps, that urgent need to go to the loo every few, every two hours. Two, two hours. Two hours is, uh, is being very generous. Oh, yeah. Well, the baby was sitting directly on my bladder in the in the ultrasound, she mm-hmm. said. She was like, yeah, she's a uh, butt down right there. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Um, and the insistent case of pregnancy insomnia, you haven't really had the insomnia yet. Not yet. Knock on wood. You, you, you fall asleep pretty well. I was sleeping about 10 minutes last night. Yeah. You, you went to sleep pretty quick. Um, and you, and you, for other than having to get up and use the bathroom a time or two a night, like you're pretty good about sleeping I, through the night. I can go back, back to sleep pretty easily too. Yeah. Um, you're already having a tough time getting quality shut eye. And now in your third trimester of pregnancy, yet another pregnancy symptom is keeping you up all night. Restless leg syndrome. Uh, I think that your, your restless legs actually get a little, uh, a little better once you're laying down. Yeah, I think it's I when you're sitting up on the couch that you're really fidgety. Well, and oh, so I have a very specific way I can sleep. I can't sleep with pants on. I can't sleep with long sleeves on. Like it doesn't matter if it's ten degrees outside. Yeah. I need to be in shorts and a tank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, I think getting all the fabric and stuff off of me and just having like the blanket that I do not get tangled up in helps me too. I just get get all tangled. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, you 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 get to sleep and you're pretty much there. You don't really move in the night either that much. I mean, you move a little bit, but you're not like tossing and turning. Yeah, my sinuses have gotten more stuffy, so I I move a lot more f- just due to that. Trying get to get yourself like, to breathe. Yeah, just finding a good angle where gravity doesn't like stop my sinuses up more. But mm-hmm. um, let's see. Look out for UTI symptoms. Uh, unfortunately, you are more susceptible to urinary tract infections this trimester. Um, yay, another fun pregnancy symptom. So talk to your healthcare provider ASAP if it burns when you pee. Um, Will do. Other symptoms include- Believe me, will do. Lower abdominal pain, cloudy, dark, bloody, or foul-smelling urine. Okay, I have to pee on that disgusting note. Welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're just going through the uh, the tips for you this week. We just got a few more to go. Okay. Oh, man. There's a little more to go. Uh, probably won't read all of them, but, you know, we'll, we'll try. Uh, soothe sensitive skin. We've been doing that. I have, of, uh, my skin's been so dry this apply week. Apply lots of, well, it's also, we're fighting the cold. Outside. So it's been cold. bitter cold the past couple weeks. Hand sanitizer, um, cold. Yeah. Cold. A lot of hand washing. Yeah. Um, so uh, apply a lot of lotion. Just, the itchy has your belly been itchy at all or has you been doing pretty good um i mean it's a little like i enjoy scratching it so i don't know if it's itchy or if i just enjoy scratching it because my nails are so great right now right <laughs> <laughs> you haven't gotten you, you, even your mom said she didn't get very many stretch marks even no my mom got a lot of stretch marks. oh did she yeah, okay yeah. okay i didn't no, my mom had crazy. she didn't have her belly button pop out yeah she That's did what, or her, the line that's right okay yeah she didn't have the line or the, the belly button but oh, no lots and lots of stretch marks you got a little bit of line, like yeah. a little line. Uh, I haven't noticed any stretch marks, though. I had stretch marks just from being chubby as a kid yeah. already. So I feel like my skin has already gotten this big before. <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> um, have the right gear. All right. Having the right stuff for your sport is especially important during pregnancy. When your body is more sensitive to overheating and fatigue and your sense of balance is compromised, make sure you have comfy shoes uh, with a solid arch support, good sports bra, water to drink before and after uh, exercise, uh, a, before, during, and after uh, exercise, a cool wet cloth, and a small plastic bag to wipe uh, in a small plastic bag to wipe your neck and face. 
That makes sense. Um, and just in case, a cell phone, money, yeah, and some I, identification. You you aren't you're I'm doing not, workout stuff here. You're not like venturing away from the house. No, not at all. But I do keep my cell phone on me just in case. Yeah. Like like we tell our older neighbor to do. Like, because mm-hmm. she's fallen a couple times mm-hmm. and had to wait a couple hours before one of her kids or her grandkids. I almost want to like, I almost want to install your like uh, discord app uh-huh. on here yeah. because if you're playing video games and I'm on the treadmill and you've got your headphones on, I am a little nervous sometimes. Uh, well, if I'm, I mean, it depends if I'm, if I'm doing stuff so in certain instances, I don't see any, anything cause it turns all the notifications off. Oh, well, I mean like I want to be able to message your chat or at least somebody I know is in your oh, chat yeah, to yeah. be like, tell him to turn around. <laughs> <laughs> I've fallen. <laughs> I've gotten to where I know to uh, to get up every every hour or so to at least come check. So I could be sitting there for 59 minutes screaming? Yeah. <laughs> I always go check on you and be like, what if something happens one minute after I walk out of the it's room? It's going to totally happen. <laughs> I'm going to terrify you like I get. Um, Terrified. Uh, consider cord blood banking we tried we don't have we one. can't yeah we, we can't do it one. we did find that out um let's see recognizing practice versus real contractions so these are going to be coming your, <sighs> your briggs and stratton contractions are coming the briggs and stratton <laughs> <laughs> what is that again it's like it's an a, old textbook or no something? no briggs and stratton's like a lawnmower motor oh. Okay. It's a uh, <laughs> or uh, or a go kart motor. This is his funny way of saying Braxton Hicks contraction. <laughs> Briggs and Stratton contractions, no. five horsepower. It sounds like a Danny De- or not Danny DeVito, Danny Glover and Mel Gibson movie. <laughs> oh. Your Riggs and Murtaugh contractions. <laughs> Can't wait for those. <laughs> Riggs and Murtaugh are coming, baby. Riggs and Murtaugh. <laughs> <laughs> Baby's gonna be like, and I'm just gonna put myself on the board. I'm too young for this. Shit. <laughs> I'm too young for it. Let me write that down. Do it. Do it. <laughs> like how you just dove right on that grenade. <laughs> I got to. I had to. Um. Let's see. Uh, now that you, you know, that you're in the home stretch of your pregnancy. Hooray! Uh, your body will be kicking into even higher gear when it comes to practicing for the big day, uh, delivery day. That is, uh, meaning. You're likely to have Braxton Hicks contractions a bit more often than you have, if you have already. So you have not had any. I'm wondering if those like sharp ones that really like shock you are really low though. I almost think those are like. Wouldn't they happen low? No. No, Braxton Hicks. So like my uterus is above my belly button now ish. Well, the baby's sitting super low, so I don't know. Like at my. So you should be feeling them around your rib cage and stuff. Well, maybe not even rib cage, but like Like around that center mass, like where the belly button is, at least. um, Because like Braxton Hicks are. So just past where your rib cage is, where like the soft spots are. I think that's where they're supposed to happen. Like, but what I does the baby feel them? shouldn't i mean no more than like me rubbing my stomach i wouldn't think is my uterus is okay. not not like connected i didn't to know if it nerve. like squeezed down on the baby maybe um i don't know is the answer like, to that question whoa <laughs> ah. yeah all of my like <clears throat> excuse me my crampy likeness and stuff it uh, i mean it feels like it's in like that ovary low like in the hips area or like intestine area so mm. Um, All my organs are in weird spots. I'm not sure. Let's see. While some <laughs> pregnant women don't feel them at all, plenty do. Talk to your doctor about recognizing the difference between Braxton Hicks 
or rehearsal contractions and real labor contractions so you know what you're dealing with when they happen. Might be something worth asking. The doctor said um, if I start having painful contractions not going away uh, with like six or more an hour to get my butt to the hospital. <laughs> six or more in an hour? Yeah. Sorry. Just at this point, right? Yeah. And then she said if I have any uh, pain on my right side or center sternum to call them. Okay. So if I have any right side or center sternum pain, like sharp pain, call them. Because so, that could be what? I don't know. No, they didn't want to freak <laughs> you out. They didn't want to tell you. They were just like, just let us know. <laughs> and you know me, I normally would be like, what's that mean? What's that mean? What's that mean? I did not do that for some reason. Yeah. You yeah. didn't want you didn't want to crack that can of worms open? I think I was just like, I'll just write this down mm. and I'll do what I'm told. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, And that's it. That's it for this week. So the Braxton Hicks are on the way. Riggs and Murtaugh are on the case. <laughs> <laughs> good i like that times. Riggs and murtaugh uh contractions sound great yeah you're very nostalgic it's very yeah <laughs> i feel like i feel like i need to, to feather my hair <laughs> um well here's some products uh arm and hammer nursery fresheners have you seen those uh-uh. like little look at their little little colorful uh air freshener things that was like stuff we don't need they're munchkin arm and hammer Nursery freshness. You're all about bye bye bye. Let's buy more. My tot clock. What is a tot? They're they're getting me. They're roping me uh-huh. in. Uh huh. They're roping me in with God, their you with are their ads. A sucker. I've always been a fan of commercials though. Yeah. <laughs> You're like let's buy that bra. Let's buy these air fresheners. Let's buy this noisemaker. We got all that stuff. I know, but we do need to get you the bra. Do we? The brer. Yeah. So ooh, okay. Ooh. What are the things you've told me? I need. I need compression shot socks i need the belly like band thing that keeps my stomach up you i said need... your belly hasn't been bothering you as much though yeah, yeah i mean it's not terrible but yeah. uh i need the nursing bra i need two or three the postpartum kit yeah. i need something for my hair you told me about one time I don't, hair? I don't remember you wanted to keep my hair from falling out <laughs> you were oh. very concerned about that i mean I guess it's just it's just weird, you know. My hair has been luxurious and thick, like way thicker than it normally soft is. Soft and yeah, yeah, it's it's wonderful. And I am gonna be sad when it all falls <laughs> out because <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't get this good without there being a, a backlash. Right. <laughs> so, um, we did get a couple of books from a coworker of yours. Oh yeah, which are kind of cool. My first, uh, my first Spanish words. They are so cute. Um, which. Probably will teach me more Spanish than I know. <laughs> um, and uh, that'll be good for the baby. And then um, a baby's sign language. My first signs. My first signs book. That's kind of cool. I thought that was neat. So we've got our, my friend that's pregnant with me. Her baby knows some baby sign language. And uh, she's also learning Spanish at her nurse at her daycare. So I was like, we could try to be like them. That's fine. One of the daycares that we looked at, uh, although because of the pandemic aren't doing it right now, they do typically do a uh, a Spanish class in there yeah. for the older kids. Yeah. Like I mean, the, the three and fours. Way ahead of where we are right now. So, Oh, why think about that when you've got this freight train of a newborn coming? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you sweet summer babes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, sweet summer babes. Yeah, we um, got we got on some nursery uh, waiting list though this week. Yeah, we put in uh, we put in on a waiting list. I think we're putting in on one more next week. 
Yeah, I need you to sign some documents. Um, sign your life away. I need your Herbie Hancock. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's coming together, man. I called the doctor, the pediatrician again, just to double check that they're just their whole thing is is just call us when she's here because that sounded so weird to me. Like our doctors seemed fine with it, but I was like, let me just double check. Yeah, that. well, the I think it's probably also. I bet it wouldn't be as weird had the first doctor before we figured out she wasn't covered by our insurance. Not yeah. been like, oh yeah, we do a meet and greet. Yeah, you know, a month before the baby gets here, and then I still got to get through to them to cancel that one. Yeah, um, yeah. Try again this week, I guess. It's coming. I really wish they they were covered though. I do too. <laughs> I do. Um, because both the two doctors, the two of those doctors in that practice are like rated pretty much the best in town. Yeah. Um, and everybody we talked to were like, like, oh, we love them. We love them. And this doctor that we that is in network, she's well. Did you tell your midwife about that? That we're going with a different doctor? Yes. Okay. Yes, I did. Right. Um, but the doctor we're going with now that is in network, she's rated wonderfully too. Like oh, yeah. She's almost just as high. Um, and did they know her? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they, like, they know her, they like her. Um, and they. And her office is just down the road from us, which is great. Yeah. So. That's super handy. So it should be good. But. Oh, we're starting to get there. I got like some baskets that came in so I can make some little postpartum kits for beside the bathrooms and yeah. stuff. And because um, all of my friends are just like ice packs are going to be your friend. <laughs> maybe if this baby will unbreach. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think an ice pack is probably still going to be my friend <laughs> no yeah. matter what. But we started talking about with your brother and sister too, just like the visitors that might come with the new baby. And, you know, since we're in a pandemic, we're severely limiting it. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be We have enough grandparents for this kid that it seems like a small village will be visiting regardless. Yeah. But no no extended family. No no nothing. I mean, it's just the way it's gonna be. And people will have to yeah. get over it. If they wanna like pull up in the driveway and see the baby from afar, they can. Yeah. But I've got no problem with nobody like sorry. Like and what a lot of doctors are even saying is like, look, just get it out of your head to have those people that just show up to hold your baby for a few minutes and leave no sense in it at the moment nope so not doing it and i'm hoping i got fingers crossed that i might have a vaccine by then um but we'll see it I just likely, depends on the rollout i likely won't just because of the tier i'm in hopefully you can get it fairly soon after that but we'll see great. yeah it seems like the um the mrna vaccines are breast milk safe so that should be fine if i can get in there yeah by the time you're available for it it'll be the uh, we'll know a lot more there'll be more yeah. information out there for sure but yeah, just limiting people. Like I was telling our sister-in-law, like regardless of how the baby comes, you know, I'm either going to be recovering from major surgery or a major traumatic injury. Right. Like I'm not going to want to entertain everybody in the world, and and they totally got it. Like they they were just like, yeah, like that makes, makes perfect sense. sense. Yeah, because they would they wouldn't either if they were you know if they were in that situation. They're like, we wouldn't want anybody coming around either. Mm -mm, mm -mm. And and, and then there are the people in our lives that we want here. We're like, no, you're my support network, though. Like that, these these comments about people that we see once a year don't apply to you. Like, so don't get this confused. Mm -hmm. Don't and get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Um, I just repeat things you say sometimes. I don't know why. But I have that effect on people. You do. But yeah, because like your parents are like very, very like timid. They're like, can I touch the belly? I'm like, you're yes of course and i'm glad they asked that's super polite it's and like nice, yeah. and respectful to ask but i'm like 
yeah, you're not a, a weird stranger in the grocery store. You can totally touch my belly. Like, and thank you for asking. Uh, but of course you can. Like, we did go ahead. We should get these in a couple of weeks or maybe about a week from now. Um, we did go ahead and uh, order. So we ordered some special masks oh, for the grandparents. Yeah. You like, designed the cutest logo. For I designed them. a logo and um, I designed a logo. And then for each grandparent, I put their grandparent name on, on their mask. So Everybody's going to have a personalized mask. Everybody will wear a mask when they're holding the baby, like all yeah. that good stuff. So um, it'll be cool. Those should show up soon. I'm actually, I've got, um, I can't really do, I can't really show a picture of the logo <laughs> because it's, it involves the name of the child. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just think about, it's like a little llama, a little baby llama, like an outline almost yeah. just like a silhouette. And then, um, and then it's got her name inside of it. And then beside that would have, you know, the grandparents' uh, name, whatever they want to be called. Grandma. Papa, grandma, yeah. whatever. Um, so we've got a few. I got one. Yeah, you got one coming that says mom. I got one that comes that says dad. And then I've got an extra one that's uh, that's blank. So it's just, it's, just got the, it's just got the logo. So in case we have to give out an extra. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got, uh, we got custom masks. Etsy's a wonderful place. I do love 70 it. Bucks, 70 bucks for 10 masks. That's crazy. Custom, so. That is crazy. Yeah. You found one that was a little more priced. I hope they turn out well. I hope so too. But yeah. that's why we ordered them early because we can be like, eh, this sucks. Yeah. But like all the reviews and the pictures looked great. Good. And some of them had way more detailed logos than what we've got going on. Like, yeah, I like ours is just stuff. a simple logo. And because I wanted to do something that I didn't want to do something that was like, I'm, I'm the tire. I don't want to wear something that is super in your face and flashy out in public so mm. i wouldn't want it to say grandma like from edge to edge all the way across the front of the mouth i was like something subtle on the side on like one of the sides it just has the logo and and just you know just the name really well, small and i think also you don't want to get a big complicated design because the whole point of a mask is like like if you're going to put something on it like you don't you shouldn't have to like be right on top of somebody to be able to tell what it is because you're supposed to be social distancing. Yeah. <laughs> like Yeah. So it's um so it's just a simple thing. I, I wanted it to be something that I feel like our parents wouldn't be embarrassed to wear. Yeah. Um I don't think they'd be embarrassed to wear something having to do with their grandchild, but at the same time I'm not giving them you know like a a, a loud color with like terrible like scribble font or something like that you don't want to give the grandpas just full flower masks oh yeah (laughs) i kind of do a couple of them i do (laughs) just be like you gotta wear this you want to you want to come hang out i think one of our one of the grandpas is gonna need a harley davidson with like mask with a flower like just wreath around it Uh, something yeah flower wreath on the handles of a harley just right across (laughs) just the the whole front of the mask is handlebars yeah (laughs) yeah no, but it's um, we'll see. We'll see how they turn out. Um, but you know, like it or not, they're gonna have to wear a mask. It's just the way it is. I think. I think most everybody's gonna be fine with that. Yeah. Well, they gotta be. If they want to <laughs> see the kid. They gotta be. Sorry. I, it's funny because I feel like I'm the one that kind of invites trouble more than anything. What's up? Just because I'm an anxious person, so I'm always entertaining like what could go wrong. Mm-hmm. Like so, I have my three backup plans or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I entertain what trouble could come our way a lot more than you normally do. And you're just like, nah, if something comes up, we'll deal with it. Man, this baby has changed all that for you. You're just like, all right, I'm bracing. I'm bracing for these bad situations. Um, I don't think it would be as bad if people weren't so resistant to certain things. Of course. You know, um, it sucks, but 
it's it's your kid and you, you don't know you don't know how things affect it you know yeah so i'm i'm gonna be safe than rather safe than sorry and you know we go from there um we can't you know i think i don't know if we talked about this last week we can't make someone get a vaccine but yeah. we can tell them they got to wear a mask so i mean and Here's the thing is the the Tdap thing's pretty damn serious and most people take it pretty damn seriously. Yeah, and Tdap thankfully is one of those things like when I log into a Sam I'm due for it. Yeah. Um so I'm going to be getting that done in the next couple weeks. But uh when I log into my my patient portal for my doctor, it's right there at the top saying Tdap vaccine due. Yeah. So I can just click a button and which I'm going to do this week, click a button and just schedule a time to go in there and get P- it. Get PS for you and parents, it takes about 2 weeks for the immunity to kick in. So you want to get it done about at least 2 weeks before the baby could possibly get here yeah so um i i would say let's try to get that done in early march at least because <laughs> since she's trending well, i'm ahead. just gonna i'm just gonna schedule this week whenever well, they can no, get me in i so. just mean for you but also like if we're telling grandparents to shoot for a time frame yeah all i'm gonna do once i once i actually schedule my appointment or even go get it i'm just gonna text them all and just be like hey i, I had to go get this done today doctor said anyone who's gonna be coming around the baby needs to have it so make sure you're up to date on it. I think I think a couple of our parents are probably f- up to date on it because of their work situation. I think so. Um, but there might be a couple that are lingering out there. I think I think like your mom maybe. Yeah, my mom ha- isn't up to date, but she's got no problems getting it. Thankfully, so um, I asked my stepmother, and I think she said she is up to date, but she's not sure about my dad. So it's a pretty general thing. Like yeah. You'd, it's one of those things. Tdap is one of those things you want to get done anyway, just because it whether whether there's a baby involved or not. Because yeah. it's just you don't want tetanus, you don't it's want di- what's the other diphtheria? Yeah, and pertussis. And pertussis, which is whooping cough. Like, who wants whooping cough? Can you imagine Ugh. dying of whooping cough? Well, Ugh. whooping cough apparently is is more harsh on children and babies. So it's the opposite of it's COVID softer tissues, right? Like, so, I don't know. Like, your brother could probably tell us exactly what it was because he was explaining why COVID is is not as harsh on babies because of um, their underdeveloped lung cells. Like, so the the virus won't bond or something. Anyway, I shouldn't. It's more likely I to bond with, with aged, aged uh, uh, avioli, avioli. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. But in the lungs. Yeah. I shouldn't get too far down this rabbit hole because I'm not a medical professional and don't want anybody trying to reference this as any kind of bro science, but um, Let's bro science it up. Who okay. cares? It's yeah. our podcast. Bro science away. What I understand is whooping cough is, is like the the exact opposite equivalent of the the coronavirus. The, the lung disease right. part of like it's awful on babies and it you know it can be deadly and stuff like that. So, um, but they used to think that adults were not able to get it, uh, so they stopped recommending Tdap and whooping cough, uh, pertussis vaccines and stuff. Um, to adults, but in 2005 or something, like right around two th- mid 2000s, they kind of changed their tune on that, and we're just mm-hmm. like, you should probably stay up to date to- with it for like 10 years. So, yeah, like every 10 years. And then if you get pregnant again, if you I, were to get pregnant a second time, you'd have to get another Tdap. I have to get it every time I get pregnant. Mm. You get to go get it now, and I doubt I'm having kids after the next 10 years, <laughs> um, just because I don't think nat- nature will let me anymore. But uh, yeah, so you should be good for the next many childbearing years we have. Yeah. Uh, but if I get pregnant again, I get to get it again. Fun. Yay. Fun. Uh, I think that's it for us. Um, we thank you for hanging out today. Um, and we're going into the 30s tomorrow, uh, this week, week 30. 
<sighs> I think we're going to go Packer Hospital back Week right now. 30. Can you imagine? Mm. I don't even Imagine know where it. we were at the beginning of all this. Where were we? The very, very, very beginning. I think it was eight. I think we started at eight or nine. Episode one, week eight. Yep. I can't believe we've done, this will be 22 weeks of doing this podcast. It's wild. Mm, mm, uh-huh. mm, 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 Almost mm, half a year. Yeah, just about. Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us. We yeah. were mumblings and ramblings. Thanks for sticking with us. Tongue-tied. Thanks for joining us. We've had some new people join us recently, which is great. Yeah. Uh, you can always reach us on Twitter at P Unprepared Pod. Uh, you can also write to us on email, in email, um, permanentlyunprepared at gmail.com. And then, uh, like I said at the top of the podcast, if you're listening to us on a uh, on an app you like, then uh, rate, review, subscribe if they let you do that kind of thing. Please do. Give us the thumbs up. Get us some more visibility so we can help other parents too. Give us love. Love me. <laughs> me. <laughs> Did you hurt your voice? voice anymore <laughs> the voice is gone oh no oh no oh no thanks for hanging with us yeah we'll see you guys uh next week right. for week 30 oh, boy. i'm gonna go i'm gonna go cry about that <laughs> bye